Welcome to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond, Episode 29, Making Diverse Connections with Mental Health Clinicians Off Campus with Dr. Arthi Kular. Who may be good for you may not be a good fit for your friend. And ultimately, you have to trust your gut. But when you are making this decision, it can be helpful to think about in advance, what are your specific needs and what are your priorities in terms of what you're hoping to get out of therapy? Hello, everyone. It's your host, Yoli Tamu. Now more than ever, mental health has become the conversation of our time. Are you ready to get to the heart of some of your issues that your closest friends and relatives can't even solve? Are you looking for some effective strategies to support your current faith-based practices, cultural, sexual, and gender identities? Well, you are in the right place. Dr. Kular, the co-founder of The Shrink Space, wants to help make your search for a perfect therapist off campus just a little easier. It's time to change your life. Enjoy. Welcome to the Back to Me Project. This month, we have been encouraging you all to just take some time to rest, reflect, and reconnect so that your new year will be more productive and represent who you really want to show up as in 2021. To get there may require a little help, and I'm really excited to introduce you to someone who has created a resource of therapists as well as mental health clinicians of color available in one place to support you in this effort. Licensed clinical psychologist and Boston University graduate, Dr. Arthi Kular is the co-founder of The Shrink Space. How are you, Dr. Kular? I'm well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to connect with you. Yes, I'm so glad to have you. And you were referred to me by Dr. Abrams. So, I mean, I'm surrounded by greatness. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yes, she is lovely. Her and I went to graduate school together. I adore her. Very cool. Very cool. Now, the shrink space, what motivated you to start that? Yeah, yeah. So my co-founder and I are both psychologists, as you said, and we actually worked and trained in university mental health and worked with emerging adults. And so in our work, we saw the many challenges that students and university counseling centers and also community mental health providers face when they're trying to make effective referrals. And unfortunately, the risk would often be, or the result would often be that students looking for care were not getting the care that they had initially reached out for. And so this is what inspired us to build the shrink space. And the goal is really to address many of the barriers that students face when they're trying to locate a mental health provider off campus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's excellent. Now, I noticed that it says that you also serve as mental health clinicians of color. So... Mm -hmm. What made you reference that in particular? Because I think that's excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. And so as a person of color myself, you know, I think a lot of times students are looking for someone that identifies with them, someone that will know who they are and some of their you know, personal experiences. And oftentimes it can feel really difficult to explain that to someone And we can oftentimes feel safer when we're looking to find someone that kind of looks like us or identifies as us in certain ways, whether that's our race, ethnicity, whether it's our gender, whether it's how we identify sexually or what we believe in spiritually. And so we wanted to make sure that there was a plethora of providers that come from their own diverse background so that students could search and locate those providers and, you know, have a better set of clinicians that might meet their needs. 
Mm-hmm. This is great. Now, I noticed on your website, you have a partnership with universities. So how does that work? That the student has the opportunity to go on campus or off campus? Is that how that works? Yeah, that's a good question. So we are partnered with over 55 colleges and universities across the country. And when we partner with an institution, that student can either you know, go to their counseling center and meet with someone there. And if it makes sense for the counseling center to make a recommendation to see a therapist off campus, they can use the shrink space as a referral database. And so they can search on the platform to find providers that are local to campus or potentially across state lines if the student's at home and connect that student to off-campus care. Hmm. Alternatively, if the student does not want to go to the counseling center and would just prefer to connect with someone off campus, they can do that and just sign up on the shrink space on their own and they can search the database on their own and connect with a provider on their own. And so it's a nice way, regardless of how a student is kind of looking to get care, they can find the right way through the shrink space. Okay. And of course, they can use their parents' insurance plan or maybe, I guess, discounted costs through the college, potentially. So if there's discounted costs through the college, they would need to talk to that college, their college counseling center in particular. But with insurance, we have over 80 insurance health plans on our network. And so students can apply a filter that is an in-network insurance filter to see which providers accept their insurance. And so students can absolutely search by that. They can also search by sliding scale or low fee. And then they can, there's like a toggle price bar. So if they know what their budget is for therapy, they can basically, you know, search our database of clinicians that offer a low fee therapy at the price that they're looking for. And so it's a nice way to just get more transparency around what a provider charges. Yeah, I think this is so good because I've talked to a few students that uh, even a couple of my ambassadors had said that, you know, going after mental health support on campus, they couldn't connect necessarily with that counselor. Like you said, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a a relative connection and it was discouraging. And sometimes they just felt embarrassed to even go. So for this to just even be available to like-minded and and like you said, could be spiritually connected and culturally connected. This is, this is so cool. I'm so glad you're doing this. Now with a perfect fit, because that's also on your website, What does a perfect fit look like? Are we just talking about demographics? Are we talking about specific topics? What's a perfect fit? Well, that should definitely be quote unquote perfect fit because the choice is so personal and can be based on many different factors. And so who may be good for you may not be a good fit for your friend. And ultimately, you have to trust your gut. But when you are making this decision, it can be helpful to think about in advance, what are your specific needs and what are your priorities in terms of what you're hoping to get out of therapy? So you may want to consider age in the therapist. Are you looking for someone that you may feel more relatable to, that someone that might better understand your current experience? Or do you feel like it would be important to find someone that comes from a similar background culturally as you? Or perhaps it's important to find someone who specializes in a particular concern like an eating disorder or addiction or racial oppression. And so are you looking for someone that identifies in that specialty versus are you looking for a generalist? But ultimately, what is most important is that you feel safe with them in the room. You want to 
have a sense that you can trust them. It may not immediately. It may be that you need time and that takes, that's totally appropriate. And so I really encourage everyone that's looking to find a therapist to meet with a therapist for a couple of times to kind of get a sense of if it feels like a good fit. And over time, if it doesn't, you know, it's completely appropriate to tell that therapist that it, it doesn't feel like a natural fit. And what's most important is that you trust your gut on that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you describe some of the potential topics, do some of the therapists reference whether they have a spiritual background or religious background? Because, you know, in our community, that comes up a lot. You know, I don't go to a therapist because I go to my pastor. Mm-hmm. So do the therapists kind of acknowledge any type of religious affiliation or they kind of leave that alone? Yeah, absolutely. So when we bring a therapist on board, we ask them a bunch of optional questions around their identity, including how they identify in terms of gender, sexual orientation, religion, their race and ethnicity, and if they speak any languages other than English. It is totally optional for a provider to fill that out. And if they do, then a student on our platform can search using the therapist identities filter, and they can filter and narrow specifically by provider race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, religion, and language. And so a student can you know, get a sense of, okay, what are some of the options in my neighborhood? Or if I'm looking for online therapy for a provider that's licensed in my state. And so they can do all of that on the platform. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Now, when you talk about you know this being a, a way to connect off campus, this is an excellent resource. What are you experiencing now that you can share that you see some patterns with the students? What are they coming to you for or what are they looking for assistance with right now? Well, probably no surprise, but there's been, you know, of course, a lot of social isolation, a lot of anxiety related to COVID and concern around morality questions of like things that used to be, you know, things we wouldn't consider about like, can we go to the gym? If I go to the gym, can I go out to lunch with my friend if I'm wearing a mask? These types of questions that have become really heavy for our students to be thinking about. And so that's been a very common topic. Another is related to institutional oppression, racially based trauma, and students wanting to have a place to talk about not only what's going on in the news, but the many microaggressions they may be facing on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. And so we've added a number of specialties to our platform and encourage providers that identify in these specialties to come onto our platform where you can now find a therapist that specializes in working with institutional oppression, in working with racial trauma in working with sexual and gender identity concerns so that students can feel like they are specifically locating a provider that can understand really like some of these very challenging things they're facing today. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we do on our platform is we encourage our providers to describe how they incorporate diversity and inclusion into their clinical work in like a little, a little, you know, brief narrative so that students can have a better sense of how does this person think about difference in the world and how does that inform how they think about things clinically? Is that a good fit with how I think about difference? And, you know, we hope that this information can help really empower a student to find a therapist that fits their needs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Well, this has been really good. And I'm just wondering, I'm thinking about as a psychologist, do you have any encouraging words just overall for that listener that is really trying to shut down and just kind of reflect and ah, can just use some good advice right now? (laughs) (laughs) That that's a good question. It has been quite a year Mm -hmm. and I think everyone is really looking forward to having some rest, you know, and whether it's rest with yourself or with your really close family, please be compassionate with yourself as you reflect. This year has been completely unprecedented. And so what your New Year's goals were in, you know, January of 2020 may have needed to be adjusted given everything that has happened and really, really listen to what your limits are and respect them. You know, just because we have two two weeks of holidays doesn't mean that you're going to feel rejuvenated in January. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a hard winter ahead. And so I just encourage people to really prioritize self-care, whether that's through exercise, doing what you love, cooking, reading, journaling, meditating, or finding a therapist on string space. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself these next couple of months. Thank you. Thank you for just recognizing that even as a psychologist, you understand, you feel it too, you know? Oh, absolutely. I need these two weeks. Yeah, I need some rest. It's really been a year for all of us. And Mm -hmm. hopefully this is, you know, the pain that we've gone through as a country can be a time now that we can all heal together and that we can move forward and grow from some of these really severe traumas that we have all faced. Yeah. And the positive is that we're all coming together. We're talking about it. You know, we're like shaking the surface now, which is good, which is really Absolutely. It's being recognized. It's being addressed, at least even if it's just on a really, really, you know, initial level, there's so much work that needs to be done, but you know, at least we're starting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Dr. Kalar, I'm so excited and so thankful that we connected. This is so cool. Where can our students reach you and and find out and learn more about the shrink space? Absolutely. So students that are interested in learning more about the shrink space or interested in signing up and finding a community provider that's licensed in their state, they can visit theshrinkspace.com. So that's T-H-E-S-H-R-I-N-K-S-P-A-C-E.com. And the one thing that I should say is that, you know, even if we're not partnered with your institution in, you know, with the mission of really improving student access to mental health care, any student can log on to our platform for free and find a therapist. And so we really hope that you take advantage of this resource. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I do hope you enjoy your holiday and rest. And sit down. Thank you. You too. <laughs> you too. I'm definitely going to do it. Okay. Well, you have a great one and we will be talking very soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Wow. If only the shrink space existed when I was in college. I hope you enjoyed this interview and feel a little better about the process of adding informative and relatable therapy to your life. For more information about other episodes, remember to subscribe to the Back to Me Project College and Beyond. I'm your host, Yoli Tamu. Leave a review at the end of this podcast. And if you would like to learn more about our upcoming virtual events, visit our website at thebacktomeproject.com. Until next time, be well.